Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The FT. The FT Arts Podcast is brought to you by Vacheron Constantin. This is the latest in our series, The Life of a Song, and I'm David Cheel. This week, Goodnight Irene. It's impossible to tell the story of Goodnight Irene without telling the tale of Hoodie Ledbetter. Born in 1888, or possibly 1889, in Louisiana, Ledbetter was a man with a temper. He was jailed for murder in Texas in 1918, having killed a man in a fight over a woman. After seven years inside, he used his sweet singing voice and a specially composed ballad to charm the prison governor into granting him early release. In 1934, he was back inside, this time in Angola Prison, Louisiana, for his part in a knife fight, when the institution was visited by the folklorists John Lomax and his son, Alan. Struck by Ledbetter's ringing tenor voice and by what Alan Lomax later called his panther-like grace and his extraordinary good looks, the Lomaxes used their new portable recording equipment to immortalise for the Library of Congress the voice and twelve-string guitar playing of the man known to his fellow inmates and to subsequent generations of music lovers as Led Belly. The first song Led Belly recorded for them was Goodnight Irene, the waltzing lament of a newly married man gone astray. Ledbelly told the Lomaxes he'd heard the song sung by his uncles as a child. They possibly knew it as Irene Goodnight, written in 1886 by Gussie Lord Davis, one of Tin Pan Alley's first black songwriters. But the branches of this song's family tree seem to spread far and wide. There are records of touring minstrel shows performing a song called Irene Goodnight in the 1880s, while American folklorists in the early 20th century documented a verse in East Tennessee which turned up in Goodnight Irene, the one about having a notion to jump in the river and drown. Wherever the song came from, Ledbelly took possession of it, adapted it. On his release from Angola, he worked for a period for John Lomax as his driver and assistant. The Lomaxes helped Ledbelly to forge a career as a performer, setting up gigs at colleges and upscale functions, attended mostly by white intellectuals and academics. Suggestions that Leadbelly was ordered to wear prison stripes on stage by the Lomaxes have never been borne out. As Leadbelly's fame spread, some newspapers took a lurid interest in his backstory, labelling him the homicidal harmoniser and murderous minstrel. Goodnight Irene became his signature song in his performances until his death in 1949. 
Meanwhile, the American folk revival was hitting its stride, and in 1950, the Weavers had a massive hit with Goodnight Irene. Sometimes I live in the country. Sometimes I live in town. Sometimes I take a great notion to jump into the But as it grew more popular, it became progressively, perhaps inevitably, more wholesome. Good night, Irene. I'll see you in my dreams, the weavers sang sweetly. Ditto Frank Sinatra in the same year. Leadbelly had seen things differently, promising, I'll get you in my dreams, and also sometimes kiss. And while in most versions the unhappy protagonist vows merely to jump in the river and drown, Leadbelly pledged additionally to take morphine and die. Of the versions of the song that have explored its darker, morphine-clouded aspect, two stand out. Ry Cooder released a gorgeous Tex-Mex version in 1976 with the great Flaco Jimenez on accordion. I love Irene. God knows I do. Loves her till the sea runs dry. If Irene turns her back on me, I'm gonna take morphine and die. And in 2002, Brian Ferry, the consummate cover version artist, included it on his Frantic album. With its mournful southern fiddle and funereal rhythm, Ferry's version is chillingly bleak. Cuda and Ferry's versions also revived one of Leadbelly's rarely sung verses, one that strips the song of all sentimentality. I asked your mother for you, she told me that you was too young. I wish to the Lord I'd never seen your face or heard your lying tongue. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.